Welcome to the Christina Talks podcast. Today, it's just me talking to you and, and sharing a little, a little something, if you like, that's allowed me to really progress from where I once was. So as you'll have seen, the title of this podcast is Who's on Your Hit List? Sounds a bit dramatic having a hit list, but one of the things I talk about quite often with my social media clients is the fact that you need to have a hit list. You need to have a list of people that you want to do business with or a list of people that can make the difference to your business because you've got them as a contact. You know that they're going to be in your corner perhaps or just, just being known to those individuals can actually have quite an impact when you're being recommended by those people, that, that kind of thing. So for me, I took that advice at the beginning of my kind of journey, becoming a business owner and figured out, okay, if I'm going to make this jump, I really need to work on my personal brand. We do so much work amongst the recruitment sector and there's some, you know, there's some key players there that, you know, I, I need to be known by these people. I, I need them to, I need to, them to know who Christina is, but I still want them to know Green Umbrella first, if that makes sense. So a lot of people have this kind of conversation around personal versus company branding and which should take the lead and which is most important. Now, maybe it's, I'm a little raw because I've just bought a business, but I strongly believe that if the business brand is not strong enough and everything you're doing is really sort of hinged on the personal brand of the people within the business, it actually devalues the company. Now, obviously, I've been part of the business for a long, long time before I, before I bought the thing. Um, so, you know, we'd done the work raising my profile and, and getting everything, you know, everything in equal measure, if you like. Everything was in balance so that when I took over the business, we wouldn't see that kind of, um, you know, the, the negative impact, if you like, the, you know, clients feeling uncertain about change and, and sort of, you know, making decisions to leave because of it. And, and thankfully, because we took the time and, and we did that and we achieved that really, really well, it meant that actually the awkward conversations we were having were more with clients who were confused that I wasn't already sort of one of, one of the business owners. So that was quite a good thing. But it really did come about because I had this hit list. I had this list of people that I knew if I wanted to make this massive, what I saw as a massive, massive step forward for myself, I needed to have these people in my corner. I needed to have their support. So I literally wrote a list and there, was, there were like 15 names on this list um, some of it, some of it was clients I, I wanted to to bring on board businesses that you know we were known to, but maybe we wouldn't have been the first. Yeah, you know, we wouldn't have been top of their, you know, front of mind for them if they needed our services. So I made sure I built the relationships and uh, you know did the outreach, engaged with them in social media, that kind of thing, so that um, I could essentially get their attention. Um, the rest of the people on the list and the, and the majority of the people on the list really were, it was a case of actually who are the, the influencers within the sector that, that I serve? Who are the influencers with, amongst my 
ideal clients, my target clients. And they were the people that I really needed to do the most work with to make sure that, you know, if someone was talking social media to them, they went, oh yeah, you need to speak to Christina at Green Umbrella. So some of the tactics I used, um, like I said, I literally, I had a list. What I did was I found their LinkedIn profiles. I favorited the links to, the, to those profiles and had a folder on, um, I use Google Chrome. So I had a folder there in my favorites with all those links in. And literally once a week, I'd go through those profiles and I would look at, you know, what activity they'd, they'd made over the last um, week. Conversations they joined, I would join those conversations too. Posts they put out there, I would pick one or two posts each week and and leave some sort of comment and a meaningful comment as well. If I'd seen that they'd shared something specifically that week, I was able to add um, a voice to, I might actually send them a direct message and voice note them or send them a video and, and just pick up. So it was, there was no sell, there was no, there was nothing like that. It was purely a, hi, how you doing? Saw you posted that article. It's really interesting because of this, this, and this, and end up having a kind of a back and forth conversation that ends up in a, oh yeah, you know, next time I'm in town, we should meet up and have a coffee. And, you know, I had a couple of those coffees as well because I was able to sort of create the warmth in that relationship and, and allow that to happen. But what's really interesting, if I kind of, you know, think about the fact that I started that two years ago, maybe, maybe even slightly longer. If I fast forward to where I am today, those relationships that I've built are still coming to fruition. And to the point where actually, you know, some of these people are, you know, they're inviting me into groups as part of their launch of a group. They are, um, you know, I've been asked this week to um, take the role of judge for some um, basically some awards that happen within the recruitment sector that I'm actually really very flattered to have been asked because the people that judge these awards are the influencers of the recruitment sector, um, certainly within the UK. And, and some of the businesses that are going to be, you know, I, I know from previous experiences, the types of businesses that are shortlisted for these awards are international brands. So you know, there, there's a bit of kudos in be, actually being asked to be part of that and the reality is I would only have been asked because I've become known to these people and I've become known because I've put that, put that work in. And it is laborious and it is kind of not the most exciting thing in the world to do. And, okay, well, you know what? Okay, so this person's been talking about that particular subject this week. Let me do a Google search and see if I can find something that's interesting that I can send to them at, in a kind of, you know, saw this and thought of you sort of way. How can I give these people value and how can I demonstrate my value to these people so that they can see I'm someone that, you know, someone they should be sharing with their audience as well. Energy and effort goes in and it's not a quick turnaround. Um, It's not, it's definitely, definitely not a quick turnaround, but it does work. Every year between Christmas and New Year, I sit down and I review my goals for the year and what have I achieved and set new goals and that kind of stuff. And there's personal as well as business stuff in there. Um, and you know, there was one particular person on my hit list that was, you know, it was going to be a bit of a stretch. It really, really was going to be a bit of a stretch. And the reality is that 
in 2018, December 2018, I'd written in my goals that I needed this individual to know me by name and for me to be you know in their phone on like on speed dial if you like that's a bit of an exaggeration but for them to know me to that level and I looked at those goals last December and one of the things that as I reflected I realized that this person that was in my hit list not only had I converted them into a you know a follower and a fan let's say um, but actually, they'd, all, they'd also engaged us for our social media management services, and we were starting work with them the first, the first week of January. So I'd literally gone from, you know, in 12 months, this person doesn't know me at all. They've got no idea what my name is. They wouldn't know me at a public event or if we, you know, passed in the street through to them, knowing, liking, trusting me enough to hand over their social media um, accounts and I said and they're quite a big influence within the recruitment space so you know that was amazing and it just proves that having this strategy having this hit list strategy it really really works you know that relationship has flourished um, we are you know that there's constantly things popping up that they're involved in they'll tag me in on LinkedIn to other opportunities or you know they're running something they're like hey Christina I'm doing this do you want to get involved and I'm one of the first people to be called on to be involved in it and it's it's amazing it's amazing when this stuff works and I shouldn't be amazed because this is what I recommend to people all day every day and I always say I practice what I preach um but like I said, you know, this stuff, it's, it's long game material. It's not short game material. You have to put the effort in. You have to remain consistent. You have to choose the right people to be in your hit list. Um, it shouldn't be low hanging fruit. It should be people that are going to stretch you because actually in that process of becoming known to them, other people start to know you as well. So you kind of end up with, um, I'm going to use the word byproducts. It doesn't sound particularly positive, but you do end up with this kind of additional people getting involved as well and starting to see your work. Um, I would keep your hit list to 20 names maximum. Um, I prefer to keep it closer to 10. And every time I feel like one of those people are on board with me, I've, I've turned them into a fan. And however you choose to define that is up to you. For me, it means that they're popping up regularly and I feel like I can just shoot them a message without thinking about it and know it's going to be well received. Um, you know, at that point, I knock them off of my list and I replace them with someone new. So it's kind of, it's a rolling list. I still have, my hit list is still active. I've, um, you know, that the names are, if their names are, I'm going to say bigger and better. It's not that anyone that's been on there previously is, is not um, of, a, of a high caliber of person. It's just actually, right, I've, you know, I've, I've tapped into this layer of people now. Now I need to up one, actually, like who are their influencers? Who are the people that they're going to, to, to become known to help build their networks? And actually, I want to be standing shoulder to shoulder with these people and, and attacking that next stage. So yeah, so there's one, you know, one strategy, one a few tactics within there as well. Um, but you know, having a hit list is so important. I can't recommend it enough. And even whether it's just part of your marketing strategy, if whether it's part of your sales strategy, here's a hit list of clients I want to bring on board. 
Um, it doesn't matter. For me, it was a hit list that allowed me to become known. Um, and you know, those people, me becoming known to those people has opened up um, a massive opportunities, which I'm, I'm really, really grateful for. That's it for today's episode on the podcast. I really, really hope that was of some use to you. Um, This is one of the launch episodes of the podcast. If you're listening to this, I would absolutely love it if you could, you know, jump onto iTunes or your your platform of choice and perhaps leave us a little review um, or, you know, share it with as many people as possible. I really, really want to help people with this podcast. That's it for now.